Welcome, I'm Bradley Davidson, ESG lead at RBS International, and I'm excited to bring you a new addition to our Adjust Transition family. The integration of ESG shows no sign of slowing down, so each month we'll bring you the latest news in addition to our discussions with industry leaders. March has been a busy month, so without further ado, let's get into it. Starting with the US. Global regulators continue to recognize the financial risk posed by the climate crisis. The US Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, has now released its long-anticipated climate reporting proposal. If approved, the regulation would require companies to disclose the risks and impacts introduced by climate change. In addition, companies must report on Scope 1 and 2 emissions figures with Scope 3 where deemed material. At COP26, there was much debate about the progress being made towards an increasing number of net zero targets. The SEC proposal states that companies with transition targets must specify how they'll be achieved and report annually on progress, an important development allowing the investment community to further differentiate between entities that have simply stated targets and those taking strides to secure their position in a net zero economy. Finally, the SEC has proposed that emission disclosures must be audited by an independent third party. We have seen a stark rise in the number of firms providing assurance for sustainable finance instruments, and this stipulation will likely fuel the market further as demand increases for specialist ESG services. Despite a seemingly positive response, the future of the proposal remains uncertain as it enters the 60-day comment period. We will have to wait and see if the rules can traverse the political landscape as parties continue to disagree on the path or even need to achieve net zero. Moving to the energy transition, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink has used his much-analyzed annual letters to call for climate action in the recent years. Two years after stating that climate risk is investment risk, Fink shared his views on energy independence and the necessary transition to clean energy. Global rising energy costs and continuing supply chain challenges have caused nations to reflect on dependencies beyond their own borders. Fink highlights that this introspection may lead companies to onshore or nearshore more of their operations. In the short term, this may result in a greater focus on oil and gas supplies as politicians combat a need to transition to net zero with mounting costs of living. Policymakers will have to tread carefully to support a just transition in the coming years. Long term, Fink believes that recent events will in fact accelerate the shift towards greener sources of energy. One driver is that higher traditional energy prices are reducing the greenium attached to green technology. Fink highlights that nations unable to rely on traditional energy sources may invest further in wind and solar power, including much needed distribution infrastructure. Now for positive advances for reporting. For those return listeners, you'll be familiar with our call for greater convergence of sustainability reporting standards. Financial institutions increasingly face a mismatch of jurisdictional requirements, and whilst many frameworks complement one another, the operational burden continues to increase. Last month, in About a Good News, the International Financial Reporting Standards Foundation and the Global Reporting Initiative announced an agreement to align sustainability disclosure requirements. The partnership aims to combine financial and impact materiality for sustainability reporting on a global scale. Progress towards a unified standard will likely be slow and drawn out, but this announcement reflects a significant step forward. 
Finally, the quest for ESG talent. During Series 1, we highlighted that attracting and retaining talent remains a top concern for leaders across the industry. Those same leaders are now sharing that the search for ESG investment professionals, regulatory and compliance specialists is proving difficult. The Financial Times reports that bidding contests by fund managers are pushing salaries up by 50% for top hires, with the chief executive of Aviva Investors stating that ESG specialists are the stars of the asset management world right now. As funds aim to differentiate themselves with the efficient management of ESG factors, whilst also facing growing demands from stakeholders such as regulators, the upfront cost of embedding ESG may seem daunting. Fund managers will need to shape a long-term strategy to avoid costly reactive manoeuvres and continue to attract investment. There is a stark comparison to the scenarios used in the Bank of England climate stress test, where early action may limit the negative impact of the transition, whilst late action will likely lead to disruption. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next month to share the latest news. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe as we come with you on the journey to net zero. Goodbye.